Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 44. The brothers are brought back. Then he commanded his house steward saying, fill the men's sack with food as much as they can carry and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest and his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph had told him. As soon as it was light, the men were sent away, they with their donkeys. They had just gone out of the city and were not far off when Joseph said to his house steward, up, follow the men. And when you overtake them, say to them, why have you repaid evil for good? Is not this the one from which my Lord drinks and which he indeed uses for divination? You have done wrong in doing this. So he overtook them and spoke these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in the mouth of our sacks we have brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from our, from your Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be my Lord's slaves." So he said, Now let it also be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my slave, and the rest of you shall be innocent. Then they hurried. Each man lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his sack. He searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and when each man loaded his donkey, they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What is this deed that you have done? Do you not know that such a man as I can indeed practice divination? So Judah said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? And how can we justify ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, both we and the one 
in whose possession the cup has been found. But he said, Far be it for me to do this. The man in whose possession the cup has been found, he shall be my slave. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah approached him and said, O my Lord, may your servant please speak a word in my Lord's ear, and do not be angry with your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? We said to my Lord, We have an old father and a little child of his old age. Now his brother is dead, so he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes on him. But we said to my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. You said to your servants, however, Unless your youngest brother comes down to you, you will not see my face again. Thus it came about, when we went up to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my Lord. Our father said, Go back, buy us a little food. But we said, We cannot go down if our youngest brother is with us then we will go down, for we cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one also from me, and harm befalls him, you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. Now therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, since his life is bound up in the lad's life, when he sees that the lad is not with us, he will die. Thus your servants will bring the gray hair of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. For your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then let me bear the blame before my father forever. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad, a slave to my Lord, and let the lad go up with his brothers." For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me? For fear that I see the evil that would overtake my father. So God is fulfilling this this dream that he gave to Joseph a long time before. But I really feel like Joseph is almost taking this a little bit too far. You can see how he's um, he's kind of enjoying that these brothers who did him so wrong are now almost groveling. And so his deception and, and putting the cup in Benjamin's sack so that when they found it, they would have made the vow and saying that no one here would have done it. If you find anybody, we'll be your slave. I mean, it was just set up. And then they walked right into it. But I kind of wonder how much of it is them getting what's coming to them for their actions. And how much of it is actually Joseph kind of uh, taking a little bit too far on his deception. I mean, we'll see, of course, that this does come to a really good end. But he's building it bigger and bigger and bigger and it's almost as if he just enjoys hearing it said again how much his father loves him how much he's seen is since he's gone it's just nearly killed him and now because of that all this is related to him and the value or how much his father really adored him above the other brothers well it'd be easy for joseph to uh, really continue and push this 
even farther. But the next step is really his breaking point. We finished this scripture right at the end of this dramatic scene where they're going back and forth and retelling everything that's happened, which that's true. But we know not just is this a a retribution towards the brothers, not from Joseph, but really from God. But it's also, it's emotionally just building Joseph to a point of breaking. And we'll see it soon. Uh, but I do feel like he's taking a little bit too far. But how much of that is him and how much is that God allowing it? I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, this is a dangerous ground to be in. I don't think that we should ever... I don't think it's okay for manipulation to be a part of anything that we're trying to achieve. We need to be honest and deal honestly with people. And that's the one thing that I feel like I would want to have done or have happened differently here. But again, it's, um, it's God's the one in charge. So it's up to him. Well, Father, thank you that uh, even though Joseph is taking this a bit too far, you've shown in the scripture how you still love him and you give him an opportunity to make it right. And I said, if there's anybody out there that I've done wrong, that you can help me just bring them to my mind, help to highlight them for me that I can make it right. I don't want to have a grudge. I don't want to have unforgiveness. I don't want to have anything out there that's not dealt with. And I pray for anyone who's listening that is in that same situation, that they can do the same. Just really spend some time in meditating in you, Father, and then you just bringing to their mind those people that they need to really set things right. And I pray that you can give us the courage to to do it as we want to be in right standing with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.